Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, March 15, 2022, and this is day 1459 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you above all others. There is none like you. Thank you so much for creating this beautiful day just for us. And Lord, thank you for helping us to work out our differences and to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've given us for today in unity. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, this is the second time this morning of recording this message. There was something that went wrong, but hey, the enemy is a liar. The truth is not in him, and we're moving forward because God wants this message out. And the name of today's message is called co-workers. Co-workers mean, that means a person with whom one works, typically someone in a similar level within an organization. So we're going to talk about co-workers and the unity in Christ, how important it is. We're coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. And this is Paul speaking, and he says, Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? You see, there was tension and friction because some were saying, no, I'm following after Paul. He's this kind of a preacher. And I, no, I follow after Apollos because he's this type of preacher. Paul says, what after all is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you come to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed. Apollos watered it. But God has been making it grow. So in other words, Paul started the church in Corinth. And then Apollos came and he watered it through the word of God. But the key is God. <laughs> we can do nothing without him making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. We need to work together in unity, doing the will of God. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it, but each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. We can do nothing on our own. It's all about Jesus as our foundation. 
If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred and you together are that temple. You see, we work together uh, in building uh, the temple of God, but we ourselves are the temple of God. We are the church. So point number one, as co-workers for the Lord, we work together to fulfill God's will that all have the opportunity to know Jesus as their Savior and Lord. When we focus on that vision together, we will be successful. Now, here's what uh, we are successful in doing. In equipping God's people with works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, and that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Now, I just read to you Ephesians chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. That is the word of God is so powerful. And Paul also wrote the Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. So we need to be careful as the body of Christ, understanding there are going to be all different types of people to come in, some on the milk, some on meat, but those that are on the meat are responsible, just as Paul was, to let people know the truth, to let people know when division is coming in, to let them know when disunity is uh, right in our midst, because we can get so deep into this, division begins to conquer. And you know what? I come against that in the name of Jesus because it's about the unity and it's of, of Christ Jesus. And it's about us working together as a team. Point number two. So it's not about who's the greatest or our titles or most popular, but about building the kingdom of God together and working out our differences in love. I'm talking agape love, the God kind of love, unconditional love. I love you just because, not because of what you can do for me or what you say to me or how you treat me. I love you still, even through all of that. And that is how God loves us. And that's how we should love 
one another. Listen, we all desire to be accepted and included. We must be careful not to fall into the trap of division because of rejection by other groups. And it happens. We're all human beings. We're all coming together and uh, trying to work together. And it's all about making sure that we have the foundation of Jesus Christ and he's working in us and through us to build the kingdom of God, not to tear it down with our words and the way we uh, can treat one another and the gossiping and the jealousy that can come. And, um, you know, it, and it, and it definitely will, but it's a, it's in many of our churches and many of our households, but it's about dealing with it, nipping it in the bud, not avoiding it, you know, understanding that, you know what, what Satan meant for evil, God will work it out for good. I'll never forget many years ago, the first church I ever uh, joined and had attended in my early 20s. And uh, we had uh, a team and I was there for like 28 years at this one church before being here at Good Samaritan Christian Center. And uh, we had a hospitality team and that team worked on um, making sure that the kitchen was organized and kept clean and making sure that the things that we needed was ordered, that we had uh, uh, people, a team uh, to handle uh, dinners that would come up at the church, weddings, receptions, um, funerals, things like that. And uh, so we would have teams and the team, maybe it'll be a group of people that would get the food set up and, you know, cooked, prepared, or have different ones bring things. And then there may be those that would serve it and, you know, all that. And it, that was, that was pretty glorious to some. And then the cleanup team, <laughs> the cleanup team wasn't usually that big. And, and it seemed like it was the same people doing the cleanup over and over. And that created some division or or disgruntlement because it was the same people getting the brunt of the work you know everybody you know you don't want to be the one to have to clean up every single time uh, and it wasn't spread out fairly so there was uh, a meeting and and trying to figure out let's do this let's do this uh, appropriately. So everybody gets what they need and it's treated, everyone is treated fairly and equitably, you know, and justly, you know, in everything that we do. So we created teams and uh, people took turns cleaning up. So it wasn't the same people doing it. It was like a rotation so that those that wanted to serve was able to serve. Those that wanted to cook could cook. And, and it balanced out beautifully. But it was about us coming together and talking it out and then working through it. So everybody got uh, exactly the fair treatment that they deserved. You know, and, and it's as simple as that. And, and the same thing, not just in the church, can happen in our households. Disunity, because the head is shaken up. The parents, the husband and the wife are shaken because maybe they're having some division. Well, it trickles down and it affects the children as well. And you might be wondering, why are they acting out or why are they acting like that? Because they too, even the dogs will start acting up because <laughs> they can feel that and they, they're a part of it as well. So it's about, let's sit down together 
and talk about what's really going on. Mommy and mom and dad are having some challenges right now. Uh, we're having issues. Dad's laid off or mom's laid off from work and, and we don't have the finances that we used to have. I can remember us having a conversation like that with our kids, you know, when my husband got sick and, you know, uh, my business, uh, had come to a screeching halt and uh, we had to sit down and talk about this because it affected everyone and our children helped and chipped in. They were teenagers and were working and were able to get things, their own clothing. And, you know, we had to discuss it and we prayed together. We still had Bible study together, you know, so you continue on, you know, even through the good and the bad. I mean, it will work out, uh, but it's a matter of Let's work it out intentionally by sitting down. Let's talk about this and come up with a way that we can co be co-workers and work through this situation. All right. Now, if you don't know Jesus, y'all, that is the ultimate. That is the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. The angels are rejoicing because of you. I love you so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community with our youth, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship development. And uh, hey, become a partner uh, with us and uh, help support what we're doing. I want to also say thank you everybody so, so much for your support on our GoFundMe page and the churches uh, that have blessed us so abundantly after we our church was robbed. Uh, last week. And um, so listen, God is in control. And we want to just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, we are in this together. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.